0: Hi there and welcome along to the ninth row of the 12 rows of Christmas. So on the ninth row of Christmas, my true love gave to me a nine-minute trille. G. Okay, had to try and make a scan somehow, but yeah, so nine-minute trilogy. We're going to do nine minutes three times with three minutes rest in between. Now, as for stroke rate and pace, you will have noticed that through the rows of Christmas so far, there's been quite a few twenty strokes a minute pieces, and that's because I wanted you to get used to rowing at that stroke rate. And today, I want you to push the pace. Now, what that means is that normally I say twenty strokes a minute, run about two K plus eighteen pace, whereas today I want you to really kind of push the pace and get up to round about 2k plus 12 maybe even 2k plus 10 if you've got a little bit of more power in you and trust me over the course of these three nine minute intervals that pushing of the pace is really going to start to kind of get in there and you're going to have to hold on and really embrace the discomfort of your muscles trying to push that hard okay so this is what makes today a mid-tier workout it's all about power from the legs and you're going to be having to hold on and push through that pace it's not going to be a max uh workout if you did all 27 minutes <laughs> at that pace without the rest actually getting close to the max intensity but because of the three minute rest that you get every nine minutes this is what's going to just hold it back into a medium intensity rather than a max intensity okay now because today is really about laying in that power and pushing hard i'm going to do a five minute warm-up instead of the normal four minute but it's not going to be quite as bad a session that you need a 10 minute okay so Um, But I'll take you through what it it is we're doing in that five minutes. So we might as well start off by setting up our machine, head to your drag factor first and set that where you want it to be. If you don't know about drag factor, please check out the video I have up on this YouTube channel. If you're not using a concept two, then please just set your resistance to where you get a good weight from the stroke, but you don't have to heave against it, especially on today's row. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye heights. You don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, if you can adjust the heights of your foot plates, set them to a height where you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, okay? If they're set too high, you might not quite be able to get there, or in order to get there, your your heels might be coming like flying right off the bottom of the foot plates, which you don't really want. If they're set too low, you might go scooting straight past, and your shins will be further forwards than that Uh, vertical position which causes power leaks and can cause injury and it's just not really ideal okay so we're going to start this off as we normally do on the warm-ups with a power that's just enough that you can think about the force coming from your feet and connecting into your hands and then I'll just talk you through the rest of it okay okay it's a bit chilly today hence the hoodie so let's get into this nice and quick so we're going to start in three two one let's go So, right about 18 strokes a minute for this warm-up. Like I say, you're thinking about that push from your feet connecting to your hands. So, as you push with your feet, your hands should be picking up the handle. And what that means is that the handle is connecting to whatever makes your machine go. So, in my case, that's a flywheel. You might be on a water roar. Or a magnetic rower, who knows? But its principle's the same, and it helps to have a forward lean, tilting over your hips to run about one o'clock angle on a clock face, and your arms straight. And if you can push with your feet and hold that position, you should get the power. From your feet into your hands and into the machine efficiently and safely by which I mean you're less likely to get injured start to increase your pace to run about 2k plus 20 and this whole 2k thing means that you row a two kilometer time trial And divide the resulting time by four and that gives you your average pace to cover 500 meters and that's your 2k training pace so when I say row at 2k plus 20 if your screen shows you your current 500 meter split time you go 20 seconds slower than your 2k training pace right put one foot on the floor continue rowing. Make sure to still put a good push from the leg that's still strapped in. And if I went way too quick for that 2K training pace info, it's in the description to this video on the YouTube page. Swap feet. All my videos have this information about 2k training pace, so just find one, preferably this one, and read the blurb about how to find your 2k training pace. If your monitor doesn't show you your split time for 500 meters, then you kind of have to work it out based on your monitor. Right, both feet in. Nice and straight, and then just roll with your back and arms. Sometimes, like, you can use an effort out of 10 description. It's quite hard to get it right, but if it's your only option, it's your only option. Remember, you're swinging over your hips, then pulling in your arms. And then arms away, swing back over your hips. Last one here roll into the front of the machine straight arms forward lean and just press out with your legs not too hard because I want you to think about holding this forward lean and straight arms and then in 15 seconds what we're going to do is at 20 strokes a minute we're going to just put in a good bit of power maybe 2k plus 15 pace so one more stroke Okay, here we go. So just normal strokes and push nice and hard. Okay, so you're wanting to go faster than 2K plus 18 pace, which is what we normally do our training rows at. So you really want to push and think about that forward lean and straight arms as you push with your feet and connect your hands to the machine at the same time. Okay, four more to go here. Two more. There we go. So that's the warm-up done. That last minute was just about giving you just a little bit more feeling of power to get you ready for today's main session. If you don't feel you're warmed up properly, please carry on rowing. Even pause the video, do a little bit of rowing, make sure that you're ready for it. We really want to hit the ground running today with the 20 strokes a minute at run about 2k plus 10 to 12, so make sure you're nicely warmed up for that. Don't use the first interval as a warm-up, that's all I'm saying. Otherwise, keep on moving up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and I'll quickly describe one more time what it is we're doing today. Okay, so row 9 of the 12 Rows of Christmas is a 9-minute trilogy. We're doing 9 minutes, 3 times, with 3 minutes rest in between. You're going to be rowing these 9 minutes at 20 strokes a minute, and I want you to push the pace... And I want you to try and get up somewhere in between 2K plus 10 to 12, okay? So this should mean you're having to put in a good old grunt of effort from your legs. First couple of minute, cup, first couple of minutes should be, you know, be like, oh, this is okay. But then it'll start to kind of really eat away at you. And towards you at the, the as you go through the workout, basically, it's going to get harder and harder to maintain that pace. But the important thing is that you do maintain that pace and that you let this b- become uncomfortable and you overcome it okay this is why i am wearing the wrong t-shirt today but this is why my latest t-shirt says embrace the discomfort you i want to get you to that point of discomfort and then you want to relish it and kind of just go here we go with it and get to the end of each of these intervals okay it's only 27 minutes worth of effort um but because you're pushing it it's gonna feel like you're pushing it okay but those three minutes of rest in between will give you a chance to just recover and all that stuff so it'll be a good row so here we go then So 20 strokes a minute, which hopefully you've got the groove for having done so much of it through this 12 row series anyway, and then round about 2K plus 10 to 12 pace, depending on how you're feeling, how strong you are and all that kind of stuff, all right? Here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. So remember, the power here is coming from your legs. You are pushing hard with the legs. And then you are keeping that forward lean, arms straight to get that power into the machine. Effectively. And efficiently and safely, and then once your legs are about halfway through the drive, that is when you swing over your hips from a 1 o'clock lean into the 11 o'clock lean at the back of the stroke and that swing over your hips adds power into the stroke so especially on a row like today's which is about power you really do want to think about ways to get that power into the machine efficiently and so adding that backswing becomes more important and then once you have started that backswing that is when you finally pull in your arms to a strong finish to top up the power as your legs come to a finish three minutes gone it's already a good old solid mid-intensity power row. I really hope you're getting that feeling of the power surging in to the machine by pushing your legs at the front. And then when you're holding the forwards lean and straight arms, you should feel like you are just hanging off the handle. Your hands can make a difference here too. So make sure that you are kind of hooking your fingers over the handle rather than choking the life out of the handle by gripping it to solidly by closing your hands. Fingers hooked to allow that power to be like a kinetic line. From your feet up through your torso into your shoulders through straight arms and then through your wrists into your fingers and then your bracing against the handle to let that power surge into the machine just under 3 minutes to go and this stage hopefully is when you understand what I was saying about needing to push through in order to complete it's not like you think you can't Complete, but you know it's not comfortable, and you have to push through in order to complete. Less than two minutes, less than forty strokes. keep pushing strong with the legs. You should be able to keep your pace going here. You certainly shouldn't need to go faster. With your stroke rate to maintain your pace just have to think about pushing hard from the front less than a minute and really do focus On that forward tilt over your hips and good straight arms, holding them there as you push with your feet in order to get that power flowing in. Four, three, two, one. Hopefully, you now understand the point of this workout. That it's all about power and flow and rhythm to be able to get it in to the machine at this stroke rate. How did I? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> nope. Uh, sorry. Too busy cycling through the different options on zone there. Make sure I was looking at the right screen. So I was... My 2K pace is 145. And I did that average at 155.5. So I was 2k plus 10 and a half for that one. started off very, I'm like, oh, this is okay. But certainly by the time I got to around about six minutes to go, it started to kind of say, oh, hello, I'm quite a lot of hard work. And then last few minutes, you're like, oh, yeah. So make sure to have a quick drink. You don't want dehydration to be your enemy here. Oh. And then also as being, there's a good chance that between that nine minute effort, a five minute warm-up, and then well oh, you gotta figure about three minutes worth of me chatting, there's a chance that you've been sitting on the same part of your backside. So your your sit bones have been crushing or squashing your glutes in exactly the same place if you haven't uh, moved them. So if you just reseat your seat, just kind of wiggle from side to side, sometimes actually sitting right on the edge a little bit just completely relieves the pressure from your glutes. It does start to dig into your hamstrings, so like, like that kind of top part. So you have to be careful, but as long as you don't do it for too long, it can take the pressure off and you're okay. Now, if you want to make sure that you don't start from a completely stopped flywheel, then when there's 10 seconds to go, just do some really light rowing to get the flywheel moving. And then once we hit go, hopefully you can match your stroke to mine and we can all be going at the same time. Because remember, I'm doing this bang on 20 strokes a minute. So for stroke rates, you just have to follow me on the video or on the podcast. Okay, and it's the whoosh of my flywheel for the podcast it should be enough. Okay, so. We have 10 seconds to go if you want to do light rowing. The rest of us, five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, so same thing again, 20 strokes per minute and try and aim for the same pace you were just rowing at, okay? You're not you should well you should hopefully not have to slow down or fade through this workout. It's just about working hard with your muscles. Whereas like a Tabata workout really does max out your cardio this workout is a much lighter toll on your cardio but there's a real muscle power element to it so your legs and possibly your arms will be what really feel the work going through them. But as long as you concentrate and don't give in to any discomfort. You should be able to achieve three very similarly paced intervals. If I wanted to really push you, I would have said aim for two K plus. Seven or eight, and that would then likely fully exhaust you. Just so remember, there's two ways you want to attack your training when rowing, well, three really, but. Fitness is the first one. Strength is the next one. And then the third one is about mental strength. Being able to tolerate high input periods of time which put you into real discomfort and that's what today is all about I know I keep saying that but I really want to get across to you that this is meant to feel hard but not so hard that you can't overcome it. There's so many facets to training, really. Your actual physical training is part of it but then the alternate universe to time on the machine is about hydration and nutrition to make sure that you are putting the right things into your body to fuel yourself and build yourself but only you know what that takes for your body and it's the same with the mental side, where you train your ability to row and push through, but off the rower is really important too to be motivated. carry on coming back day after day I do recommend having a good foundation based motivation where you just enjoy rowing And seeing the speed, fitness, and health improvements, but outside stimuli help too. I mean, I hope that these videos. Coming back to them and putting up with me really helps make you want to come back. But say you forget your phone or the internet's down, you don't want to put all your motivation. Towards rowing along with me. It's the same reason why training buddies are a double edged sword. Finding someone you can train with, you can race, and that will keep you accountable is super motivating but say they don't turn up for a session you need to make sure that that doesn't stop you from turning up so make sure You have a strong internal motivation to train and push hard when asked to and then let external stimuli give you reasons On top of that, two more. That was slightly better for me. Last time I was half a second slower on average. This time it was just 0.2. Which is only, an extra 6 metres <laughs> quite incredibly so difference my heart rate at the end of the first one was 77% of maximum or rowing maximum that one just then was 83% of my rowing maximum I didn't actually look but I have to figure that's about 155 or something it'll be on screen you'll have seen it So, again, I find that interesting, but I don't train to heart rate. If anything, I train to recovery heart rate, where I see how well my body recovers after an interval like that, and then I'll know how much of a toll it's taking on me. And there is a really good... I mean, you can do things like... um, Say you were to do five three-minute intervals at... 2k plus five pace, say, right? Um, and then you just set a limit for how much you want your heart to recover to. So say you say, I'd need my, my heart to recover to 90 beats per minute before I'm going to start again. Then that is a good way to change your training. Well, we can't do this as a roll along because of course or obviously we all uh, vary, but what it might mean is that after the first interval, your rest is two and a half minutes, and then after the next one because you'll finish higher and it'll be more of a toll. The next one might be three minutes. And then the next one might be like three and a half minutes. But giving yourself a rest period based on your recovery is actually a very uniform way to train. Whereas this is the way we're doing it right now is an ever escalating way to train. There are various different ways to, to basically, There's many ways to skin a cat as they say. Some people respond better to. Some, I mean, youngins, little 20-year-olds, they just want to go hard and fast the whole time. Whereas the older you get, the more things like mafetone actually make perfect sense. (sighs) Right, we have 20 seconds to go. So same again, if you want to start some light rowing with 10 seconds to go in order to get the flywheel moving, then please do. Just to protect your back. That's 10 seconds to go. The rest of us, we're going in five, four, three, two, one, go. Last interval. Doing the same thing. So aim for the same pace. This isn't really, there's a particularly a benefit in turning this into a fast last. You're much best to just continue to develop the power at 20 strokes a minute. And get used to being able to push in this power. I mean, there is a great test that's 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute. And you just try and see how far you can cover. So it's all about maximum push for 30 minutes. And today's session is good training for that. Depending on how you feel, you may be able to gauge whether you'd be able to hold this pace for a full 30, whether actually you could go a couple of seconds faster. In which case, I guess you're working off a soft 2K time. Or maybe this really takes it out of you. And you know that if you were to do a maximum thirty twenty you'd have to be down at plus fourteen pace or something now that doesn't necessarily mean your 2 k is weak it might just mean that your two k time was more about your fitness than power and if that is the case then a session like this one will do wonders for you in terms of building up your power and strength through the stroke however I'm not going to talk all this stuff without mentioning the importance of what this row will do for your technique because it may reveal Massive power leaks when you're trying to power through this low rate stuff. If you are not connecting your feet to your hands as you push and then get the flywheel moving then you could be losing a whole heap of power either because your backside scoots away from underneath you And you are losing leg drive distance, or because you are swinging your back too soon, missing the arm connection. And also missing out from adding in the power that you get from swinging over your hips from that 1 o'clock to 11 o'clock lean while connected to the flywheel but the other one is if you think that it's all about pulling and therefore at the front of the machine you are grabbing pulling the handle bending your elbows too soon then what's happening is that your arms and legs are fighting each other rather than putting power into the Flywheel, but it also means that if you bend your arms too soon, when it does come to pulling in powerfully at the back of the stroke. You've only got half of that available arm pull. Whereas if you make sure to push, pull, push, pull. And really think about legs and then... Legs, arms, legs, back, arms. Really just focus on pushing out of the front with your legs. Think about pushing the machine away from you. Push it through the door. The wall, the treadmill in front of you, the computer screen, whatever. Just push the machine away and then only at the back do you pull and finish strong. Let those biceps bulge. At the back, two, one more, one. Oh. Oh. So I slowed down to the half a second again. But my heart rate was up at 86% rather than 83, so I think you can tell. By the heavy breathing that it's a hard workout at least it was for me and i really hope it was for you if it wasn't again if you're not in this similar state then you possibly didn't go hard enough or i don't know maybe your cardio is (laughs) amazing maybe there's an offset who knows let me know anyway in the comments how you got on with this one it was certainly exactly what it was meant to be for me so selfishly i liked that one okay i'm just sending a two minute cool down to my monitor using the ergzone app i'm gonna do this one the cool down at 18 strokes a minute and i want you to start off Around about 2K plus 18 to 20 pace. I want you to make sure and put in some power for the first six or seven strokes. Okay? Here we go then. In three, two, one, go. So just let your muscles pump quite powerfully for the first 20 seconds or so. Just to remind them that they were just working. And then... You can start to ease the pace off now. And your muscles can just go, ah, oh, okay, we're cooling down then, great. We appreciate that. Because remember, today's workout isn't meant to leave you sore and exhausted tomorrow you might be sore and exhausted right now but hopefully when you wake up tomorrow you'll be like alright cool it's not that bad and then tomorrow is back down to a low intensity row so even if your energy stores haven't recovered by tomorrow just going through a lower intensity row will then help your power fully regenerate ready for day 11 which is another top tier row and then we'll finish off day 12 with a low intensity for Christmas Eve. Right, so that's the cool down done. You don't have to stop cooling down, but if you do, you should find that now, bunk, is a little screen of me doing some stretches. Okay, going through hamstrings, uh, glutes, hip flexors, quads. Then shoulders, forearms and fingers, triceps and biceps. I think that's it. Finish on biceps. The important one just quickly just to say for the biceps one. So you put your arms behind you, but then you rotate your hands, okay? That's why the text says rotate. So when you rotate, you really activate the lengthening of your your bicep. Okay, so it's important not just to put them out, but twist your hands if you're gonna follow along. But follow along with me in the corner, if you want to do some stretching while I say goodbye, the way I figure it is by having Stretching John up there, you're more likely to continue and stay and stretch rather than me just going to say, now remember to do some stretching because, oh yes, I have finished one second. Oh no, move ring closed. My move ring is closed. Not my mood ring, my move ring. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know if it was me and I was doing one of these things and someone just said, now remember to do some stretching afterwards. Um... I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, sure, sure I will. But when you've got someone up in the top screen that you can follow, then you can hopefully do that. So that's the point behind it. Okay. Um, and it's totally not just to make sure that you watch this to the end. No, 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 no. It's nothing to do with that. <laughs> Although there isn't the element of retention towards the end, just that you can, uh, if uh, there are any training tips, which is unlikely to be, um, <laughs> then you can you, you could be here for them. But so today's workout was the kind of the culmination of all the lower rate stuff that we've been doing through this uh 12 rows of christmas so far so i know that it's been a whole bunch of 18s and 20s and 22s at quite slow rates but hopefully they have primed you to have the groove that you needed to be able to row this 20 strokes a minute at full whack or close to full whack um getting the power in safely and that's the thing is that a lot of the technique stuff I talk about is about injury prevention there's basically two elements are about getting power into the machine and injury prevent- prevention and everything I'm saying about holding that forward lean with straight arms as you push is about getting the power up through your arms into the machine without it going anywhere near your lower back without it going up to your traps and all that kind of stuff where you can suddenly start to um, get little niggles, like if you're shrugging your shoulders up and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I talk um, technique a lot. It's just it's a, it's about safety, but of course it is about um, efficiency as well. I want you to get stronger and faster. So if you're able to put your effort into the machine in a more efficient manner you can go for longer which then means you're going to get fitter and also because you're getting I mean the difference between a 20 minute and a 30 minute row is 10 minutes worth of extra work from fitness point of view but for something like that that's 200 extra strokes so if you think about 200 extra hard pulls on the machine then that's like say the equivalent of well it's 200s (laughs) <laughs> well, I was about to say single arm rows, but you're using both of them. So when you think about that, it's 200 squats or deadlifts that you're doing. So um, if you're if you can row efficiently to be able to go longer and get that power in there, then you will get fitter and faster and stronger. There's like a bell curve that kind of almost you you curve and then you really shoot up. That once you plateau at one point, um, but then you can really get some increases once your uh, your technique and things. It's like being on a diet where um, you get, when you first start a diet, you can quite quickly see some huge increases in weight losses, mostly like water weight loss, but you see it um, happening and you're like, wow, this is great. But then you plateau and you're like, oh, oh, what's going on here? And that's when you start to go right. Okay. So what am I doing? Right. Am I, am I snacking too much? Am I whatever? And then you can suddenly see another increase, um, as you, as you change a couple of things. So, and that's kind of what happens with training. All right. So, sorry, I didn't really mean to get into that because it's quite a, there's a, it's a big pit to fall into when you start talking about diet. So I didn't really mean to, but I do, um, I am in the process of trying to make a, a video about, um, eating and things just because I think I'm a relatively good example, having ballooned a few times in the course of the past couple of years of making these videos and then, um, trimming right back down again and, and that stuff. So, um, not that I'm saying that everyone should follow what I did, but at least I'm a good example of that. You can actually, even at my age, you can still lose weight and get a six pack. So, not that I'm going to show you my six pack. but um, If you want to see that, check out the video I made about the Power Labs heart rate monitor, which I quite gratuitously, the thumbnail has me lifting up my t-shirt so you can see my rippling abs. But I still won't roll with my t-shirt off. I'm still not that kind of guy. Unless someone pays me enough. If Calvin Klein come along and say, uh, say, hey, will you row in a pair of our underwear, we'll give you lots of money. I am enough of a sellout that I would say, Yes, Mr. Klein, I will do that for you. <laughs> so, right, hopefully he's getting close to doing stretching now so I can say, <laughs> I can say goodbye. That's the problem, This I have to kind of waffle for like four and a half minutes now to try and get through all of the stretches. So I'm like forcing myself into having to talk longer now. Anyway, so. This was day nine, so this was the uh, nine-minute trilogy uh, done, which I hope you really enjoyed. I certainly did. That was a great power workout for me. I think this is a, it's one to come back to every time I'm like, I just want a good strength workout. Um, so, yeah, so the 10th row of Christmas is going to be back to a low-intensity one, and then, yeah, and then we're going to be able just a couple of ways done, and then I uh, have to work out what to do for Christmas now. It did dawn on me that basically I, I get, get the feeling that most people probably aren't going to want to do a half-marathon on Christmas Day. I kind of as being nobody's replied then what i might do is i might just still come out and do like a half hour row or something on christmas day sign into zoom and youtube see if anyone's around i'll I'll post a link for what time and stuff but do just that in case anyone's around but then maybe boxing day could then look at doing a half marathon that's a good idea let me know so right thank you so much for coming along and putting up with me in this one um, putting up with me, or oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave me some kind of a comment. Let me know uh, whether you did or not, and of course do all the whole like, subscribe stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, and I will see you in another row, be it one of the twelve rows of Christmas or one of the myriad other workouts that I have on this channel. Okay, so please look after yourself Stay safe. Be well. Bye bye.